Tell me, buddy, what did you learn about being a man on the inside this time around, man? Oh, Dad, not this shit. Not shit, Rick. I'm talking about your soul. And we're going to midnight mass tomorrow, too, boys, by the no. way. way it goes. What did you learn about being a man? Mostly just family stuff. I mean, well, a man is, is supposed to always be thinking about stuff about his family yeah. and for to make himself to do things that are going to gooder the family up around and gooder it up. Yeah. And that is what is a man. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right. Um, but did you ever wonder about why a smart guy like you is on this earth, Rick? Smart guy, the good soul, guy shouldn't be in jail? Dad, don't be disenjailed. Seriously, not don't dis fucking right? disenjail. I'm not disenjailed, buddy. I'm talking about your spirituality here, okay? Come on, spirituality. Dad, I write letters every year. You know yeah. that. I mean, I'm sending a letter off to the big guy tomorrow, so it's taken care of. Done. No problem. Huh? The letters. You and Mom got me to write them every year at Christmas. I'm sending one off tomorrow again. The Santa Claus, Rick? Yeah, the big guy. The big guy. The big guy. That's God, Ricky. Yeah, God. That's what I said, Santa. Ricky. <laughs> you know Santa and God aren't the same guy, right? Dad, you didn't know that? I mean, think about it. How would he get around the world in one night? Of course the same person, right, Bubs? No, Ricky. Santa and God, that's two different things. What? Oh, my fuck. You know... I did maybe think that I fucked that up, wasn't sure, and I didn't want to say anything just in case Santa was God, like, it would obviously probably, wouldn't it piss him off that I got that mixed up like that? Ah, oh, Jesus. It would piss him off. Yeah, Ricky, but... You yeah. never mixed that up. No. Bubs, you never mixed that up? No, Ricky, I've never mixed that one up. Ricky, wait now, were you counting on Santa to bring presents to Trinity? Yeah. What, Santa's not coming now? No. Rick, No. Well, that's fucking bullshit. Well, I've got no presents. What am I supposed to do? I need presents for Lucy and Trinity. <sighs> Great. Christmas is fucked. I don't care what the white man say. Santa Claus is a black man. I don't care what the white man say. Santa Claus is a black man. Uh, check it out. It was the day after Christmas. Out back of the shack. Now Santa Claus jumped out. Vowing never come back. He said the rats kept him hot. A wolf just threatened his life. And the bugs by the trash carried six days and They started playing cards. For everything they could find. And the winner of the hand. Look we'll at Santa Claus behind. That's when he asked for permission to go to the job. And he ran out the back. Uh, to the crack of dawn. And as he jumped in the sleigh, he yelled back in fright. A bad luck to Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays! Merry Christmas and all the other holidays that we celebrate. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, my first rant is uh, it was supposed to be on something else, but I gotta say, uh, you you gonna you're gonna bitch about not people not saying Merry Christmas. I'm just gonna say Happy fucking holidays, you fucking babies. Hey, it's important to say Christmas because there's a war on Christmas. People who fuck declare that, that can fuck themselves. Go fuck off. It's not just fucking Christmas, first of all. And secondly, you're a fucking baby. Shut up. Yeah, it's not even, there's not even an argument to be made. It's just not important. It's all like someone tells me happy holidays. You know what I say? Fucking happy holidays. Piece of shit. <laughs> all right. There you go. Anyway. Hey, hey, it's a mezzanine sleepover. <laughs> We're having a real happy holiday out here. Yeah. A sleepover. Uh, I am one of your pals at Slip with Five Eyes or Slipe. 
I am uh, at megapresence.com. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> ah, I'm going to fucking slip into your house and take all your presents. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just like Santa, slipping in. <laughs> oh, God. Feeling all your cookies. Oh, yeah. Fucking in milk. Uh, I, I, my other thing I wanted to talk about very quickly was uh, people who are, who, are, who are mad about when there's uh, someone of, of another race playing Santa Claus. It's a fucking fucking character it's all made up it's not real <laughs> get over yourself god i don't Reading even it know. like santa's real it's like he has to be white he doesn't exist he never did i mean i guess at some point some dude walked around giving presents sometime in the past but it's, it's a fucking pretend guy all mad that's true god Ah, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it gets, anyway, yes, happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, your fucking uh, dander's up. Uh, this will be the last episode that you hear before Christmas. In fact, if you, you know, I know a lot of you rush out right on the day it's produced and put out. Like, you know, this will be the 19th of December. Yes. So I'm sure many of you will listen to this right away. But if you happen to stumble upon this while you're eating some turkey... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, some, some stuffing, some, uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah, then, it's got some eggnog going, yeah. some my crackling fire, and you want to listen to Sleepover. Yeah, the Sleepover is just a soundtrack to your Christmas day. <laughs> so, <laughs> it should be, anyway. Yeah, yeah it should Fuckin be. shit! Fuck you, holiday! <laughs> Fuck fucking Christmas! Black Santa is better! <laughs> Fuck, he's fucking fake! <laughs> Uh, so anyways so uh, we're gonna do uh, it's also it won't be the last episode that you hear from us this year will it no I guess it will be because uh, yeah, it's going to be yeah the 19th we're, we're gonna put I, we may put the last episode out on the 26th or we may just take a week off yeah well whatever we'll figure it out you know we'll figure it out but then uh, we won't be coming to you again until December or sorry January 2nd Second, that's right. So we're going to do our uh, best of 2016. Top 16 of 16. Music. Yes. Because, uh, you know, got to be symmetrical. Yeah. and of Last course, year we did uh, tw- top uh, 15 of 2015. Bonus song for y'all. Yeah, so. one more. So we'll uh, we'll get into that right away. Now, of course, we tape multiple shows at the same time. So we just finished talking about SummerSlam 92, which is last week's episode. Go hear it. So, yeah, it's good. So even though we may be a week late uh, in talking about this stuff, we don't really give a fuck. So nope, we didn't really catch up last week. So uh, yeah, what's been going on? It's uh, I'm just looking over here at another loss by the Jets. Yeah, we're recording this on December what 11th? 11th, 12th. 11th. It's the 12th over in, over in Toronto land. Yeah. Uh, so the Jets the lost. 11th still here. The Jets lost three to two. They are now 13, 16, and three. Basically 13 and 19. They've lost to the Oilers three times this year. Uh, they have, and uh, they are not in a playoff spot. And they've played more games than the other teams. And people are still piling up the excuses. And it's pretty much the same old with these guys. It's the same old with the I like team. The, yeah. And the fans. I enjoy watching. I don't want to talk. I don't like to talk too much Jets because I like to take a look at larger kind of. I like to look at a season and, you know, come back and be like, yeah, well, they didn't win anything, you know, and, and, and add another season, you know. But I will say, uh, I like watching the Jets play the Oilers and the Jets get beat and they've been beat. Uh, you know, it was a close one tonight or last night uh, or last week, sorry. Um, you know, but they have lost by, I think they've lost to them six nothing earlier. 
Um, you look at the Oilers as a team that, you know, uh, built up a lot of, they, they were, there was a lot of futility there. Uh, it, does that sound familiar? Um, maybe not as much, but you know, quite a bit. The Jets didn't have as much. They just haven't existed long enough. Um, as the Jets, sorry. I, 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 I know the Jets existed before they came to Winnipeg. <laughs> I can't speak for Jets fans. Um, but you know, there's, there's, there's the Oilers where they've had, they've had, uh, you know, a lot of uh, futility and decided, uh, you know, they brought in some, you know, some, uh, they, they got, they got a lot of high draft picks and they also changed their management and are seeing some success. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. At some point, you have to take a look at your management and go, all right, maybe we need to bring in somebody who's going to do some, a few proactive things. I you know, just, here's, let's get these young guys going, make a trade that maybe people don't like. Here's, I'm just thinking every year with Jets fans, and it's eventually this might change, but it's like, well, next year, you know, when these young guys come around, it'll be next year. Just wait until next year. And then they yeah. don't make the playoffs. Oh, next year. Yeah. Oh, no playoffs. Next year. Yeah. No playoffs. And remember though, their veterans are out of their primes by that yeah. point. So now you've got, you've got, you know, guys signed to long-term deals who are no longer viable. Like that's the thing. There's, there's a lot of problems here. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll be good. Maybe. I don't know. I, and it's I don't like, know, man. man. Like we're, we are six years in now. It is six years. You know, I, there was, there was a mythical five-year plan. I guess we just ignore that. And now, well, we do now, you know, and just how we shift the goalposts on people's expectations and people, so many Jets fans are just willing to go along with it. They're like, a hey, couple, oh, yeah. just wait a couple of years from now, a couple of years from now, just wait, couple, just over wait, you know, and eventually again, as I've said before, they're going to start bragging when the team actually makes the playoffs and wins a game. They'll be like, up, oh, told you so. It's like, you didn't see anything. You're fucking wrong year after year after year. And eventually you just kept predicting the same thing until it happened. That's the easiest thing to do. You know, I've predicted that the team wouldn't be successful uh, for six years now. Uh, Based they, on facts, by they, the way. They facts made, and, and, you know, things that actually happen. They made the playoffs once, so in that year. They didn't win a game, but they made the playoffs. So I'll, I will be mad enough to say I was wrong that year. I called it wrong. I didn't think that yep. they would make the playoffs. They did. So, hey, uh, so far I am uh, four for five and looks like I'm going to be five for six. But uh, yep. you, you know what? When they do win that game, feel free to brag. You know, after well, all this cause time, because yeah, because that's that's the victory. Yeah, um, I do want to. <laughs> Meanwhile, talk- most of us will be like, "Well, at least they won a game." Yeah, you know, so, good. Now, now let's see you build on it, right? Because so, it didn't happen this last time. So the big thing that I wanted to talk about, which relates to the Jets, but it is is actually not a Jets thing. It's just a Jets right. thing started it off. Uh, there is this piece of shit article that was put in the free press this week by Gary Lawless. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and he said that Patrick Liney of the Winnipeg Jets will end up being a superior player to Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, so I'm going to, my beef with this has actually very little to do with the actual article. But I will say, okay. the article is garbage. Uh, uh, I, yeah, and I will say one thing. This article doesn't get written. If the players are on the opposite teams. No, of course it doesn't. It gets written about Austin Matthews. The, if it's, if Gary Lawless, if, if Austin Matthews is on the Jets, he writes that same article with different kind of, uh, you know, attributes of the player for Austin Matthews. And that's just a guarantee. So the, actually the article means nothing. It's meaningless. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it doesn't, it's fake. Like it's not fake. Yep. He wrote it, but it's, it's all bullshit narratives. 
Austin Matthews yep. may or may not be better than Liney. Right now, the jury's out. They've both played 30 games in the league. Of course the jury's they, out, both, for God's sake. They've both had great starts to their respective careers. They're both in massively different situations. And again, to fucking pretend like the Jets wouldn't have happily strolled up to the podium and picked Matthews first overall is complete horseshit. Oh, like, I know. It's like, oh, what a genius. Uh, come on. Anyways, yeah. what's more upsetting <laughs> about this, though? Is of course I I post this and say it's piece of sh- it's garbage. Yep. The reaction from certain Jets fans out there, they're oh, like they're like, well, uh, Gary Lawless, maybe he posted it to get a reaction. Maybe, and let me finish here. <laughs> maybe he's just doing what you do, like you post things and get people riled up. But now you have a problem. You have a problem when somebody else does it, and that's that's you know hilarious. To which I reply, I'm a fucking guy in my apartment posting things on Twitter for fun. Yeah, I know. I Gary know. Lawless writes for the largest print publication in the city and is supposed to be delivering information to the fucking public as his job. Yeah, He's he a works fucking... for the largest broadcaster in the country, too. He is, he is a real journalist. Like, that's what his job is. That's, so that's why it's upsetting. It's actually not what he said. Yeah, that's why it's, I have a fucking problem. So yeah. then they're like, oh, he did it for clicks. He did it to upset people. Same as you. Why are you so mad? Because it's the same as me. If I was doing it as a, if I was doing what I was doing as a fucking journalist, it would be, yeah. it would be atrocious. And that's, that's the fundamental issue in this thing, in this whole issue, in this whole argument. It's like you value your media so low that that's your ex- expectation. That they essentially just are at the same level as a dude who does has another career, who cracks wise about the Jets on fucking Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's your bar. Yeah, but they're like, hey, it's great because he's doing what you do and he's getting you mad. And it's like he's not getting me mad because of the content. He's getting me mad because of what his fucking job should be. And if you don't understand how important integrity is in the media, which I, let's be honest, there's a lot of that lacking just in general these days. Oh God, especially in this climate. Did the, 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 the past months not happen? Yeah. Yeah. In these people's lives? Like, did they not see? I get that sports isn't the same, but you know, it's, it's still journalism. Yeah. Uh, so that, that part pissed me off. And just as a, an aside to that, just because we're on the topic of people slagging the media, I may as well say something about Trump. Yep. Uh, Trump who hates the mainstream media so much, right? He's just like, they lie. They don't cover me properly. He went after NBC today. And I just thought, you yeah, still make money. You still make money off the media. You have a fucking TV show on NBC. And yeah, and that's the, more of a commentary on the media, though. And you're the executive producer, and you are making money. No, but he's making money. I know he is. The media like puts guy. money in his pocket, and he and he points to it as bullshit. And his his retarded followers, uh, <laughs> just yeah, I can't help it. I, I got to use the word. His, <laughs> I got to use it. His his followers are just like, yeah, it's bullshit. And it's like you can't see obvious things. It's hideous. Nope. Yeah, it is. It really is. And and our ma- I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my rant. Ah, uh, God, you were you were absolutely right about about. Uh, I mean, I don't see it because Lawless blocked me once for um, one comment I made in an article of his where I mentioned that he was toadying. 
to the to to, to true north, and that was it. I was fucking blocked. I was done, and I was like, I don't care, dude. Like, you know, that that's fine. That that that's you know, I the thing is, it, it doesn't even mean anything because it's like I don't, you know, like I have no real reason to read you. So, you know, it the, the, it's a zero sum game here. We're we're probably good. This is probably how it should be. You're not losing a reader, so that's fine. Oh, but yeah, I didn't see it. I had, I, I, I didn't, I haven't read it. I just, I got the gist of it, and went, all right, there you go. Uh, by the uh, way, I, one thing that's I didn't, best. one thing I didn't know about this game tonight against the Oilers. Apparently, the winning goal was scored by Patrick Liney in his own net. Well, you know, it's gonna happen. Yeah, we'll see what Twitter that, actually that, Hey, listen, listen. Hey, you're not gonna hear from me. That that kid is fucking money. I agree. And the Jets are very fortunate that they lucked into him. That they won a and lottery. Good. It's, yeah, it's good. I think it's great. What a great thing. Do I think that guy's going to spend his career in Winnipeg? Hell no. It's I, not going to happen. I'm, I just, I'm thinking, like, maybe he makes it the seven years that he has to stay here. Maybe. We'll maybe. see. It'll be interesting what happens after that third year. What kind of contract they negotiate. That guy's got a, you know, he's, he seems to be a savvy guy about the uh, the other side of the business of sports. Yeah. Like that he's selling himself a little bit. And I don't think you sell yourself here. No. And that's just a fact. I gotta say, I one thing that I that I do enjoy seeing uh, from Jets fans is that um, when it's convenient, and I might have said this before on the podcast, so please just bear with me. I love how when it's convenient, this is a small market that has challenges, but in other times, it's the best hockey market in the in the world. Yes, you have said that. Uh, yes, so there I, you- I also posted on the dual narrative where it was like Michael Froelich, what could Chevy do? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, yep. did, he didn't want to be here, and uh, so we couldn't sign him. It was impossible. And I'm not talking about the UFA year. I'm talking about the RFA year. Where, yes, you know, exactly. Where Chevy could only get him to a year because, but what's Chevy going to do? Hands are tied. Then Jacob Trubeck's oh, yeah. like, let him rot. Chevy's got this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like I like the uh, the Chevy, uh, you know, what a, what a genius Chevy is for not signing Andrew Ladd, even though he offered the dude six, $36 million over six years. Yeah. He offered the dude the fucking contract. It's known. Yeah. And it's like, he's a fucking genius because Lad didn't sign it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, enough of the fucking Jets. Seriously. Yeah. I, I will say one more thing, which is that people are very quick to shit all over Paul Maurice for his usage of these players. You know, yep. he's starting Thorburn and not using Connor enough and blah, 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 which is fine. Like, I don't disagree. Like, yep. I don't understand Ooh. either, right? But it's like yep. these shitty players that he's that he's putting into the lineup. We're we're still going to question the coach for using them, but not the GM for signing them. Yeah, into into you know one way deals and 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 bullshit like that. Like just no questions. No one asks the question in the media. Not like, one. Why is Chris Thorburn signed to the contract he signed? The money he's making, where they have to have him sitting there as a as, as an option to Paul Maurice when he has to do something. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Again, Shevel Dayoff is not very good. I, I'm sorry. He's not he's not an upper tier general manager. And I'm sorry in this market. Cause I'm I know this this is not this is a this is a market this isn't the best mar- hockey market in the world. It's not. It's a it's a challenging market. And you better have somebody who can make who can make the most of what he has, and they don't have that. Yeah, like they just don't. I, I shit on him all the time, obviously. I, I, and I've said that he's wretched, but I really don't believe he's wretched. He's not hideous. It's he's, 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 sometimes he's fine. 
And that's not good enough. No, it's not a good fit either because I truly believe that that, that True North needs to they need to have they need to take some risks because of the market. Yeah. Well, and do they? they make well, you know what? I don't know about that. Do they need make, to? Do yeah. they need to take risks? Because the fans still the fans Sometimes. still the fans still buy those tickets. Like what? But yeah, oh, but yeah. What, no. But where's the pressure? They want to win? I mean, where's yeah. the pressure on them to There's do no, anything? No, You're right. There is no pressure. I'm saying if they want to win. The the media doesn't ask any team. questions. The fans no. don't ask any questions. They still buy the fucking tickets. What's the incentive? I'll tell you, though. I'm still getting emails all the time. All the fucking time. Tickets. You know, <laughs> discount tickets. Please buy our tickets. Yeah, anyway. And people, you know, I like that. People still will point out whenever we say, oh, tickets for sale. That's interesting. Yeah, but the building is still full, and it's like the building that's twenty five hundred seats smaller than most is full. Yep. Like, yeah, well, you should yeah. have, you should never have a ticket available ever for no. for the smallest building in a Canadian market. I'm sorry, that's the dirty secret in Winnipeg. Eh, is how the is how the and in this fan base is how this team is not the hot ticket it once was. No, no one wants to talk about it because you know, you know, six years ago it was like this team will will sell out forever. The fan base is the best. Um, you know what? It's it's not you know the challenge of this market is also the people here are, you know, not so quite willing to, to and don't have the, quite the resources of other cities to pile money and the businesses don't and they better be worried because one of these days it's going to be like the businesses in the city are going to be like it's just not worth it anymore. I um I you know when I saw the first period of the game against Edmonton before we started recording and just that arena in in Edmonton and I just thought like. You could never sustain a building like that in Winnipeg. No, never. Like, there's there's no way you could have a building like that that would work in Winnipeg. And it's like, we're still, like, you really, Jets fans, like, the MTS Center is a nice building, I guess. But you need to go. I, I guess so. I you need to see other buildings in the league and be, and just realize how different a world the MTS Center is from every other building in the NHL. With, yeah. the, with the exception of the Joe Lewis Arena for one more year. Yep. Or and it, yeah, exactly. And the setup in New York is pretty fucked. Yeah. The arena's awesome, but the setup is fucking stupid. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's not. It's probably not the worst in the league. There's worse, but it's not. This is not. We're not talking. So I enjoy being realistic, and I would like. I I remember. I've said this before. I remember a time when people were realistic about hockey in Winnipeg. Uh-huh. You know, I'm talking adults, not teenagers and the people that drove me nuts that we knew that were like raw raw Jets fans. I'm talking about adults who kind of fucking knew, right? And it was like, you know, this is it's Winnipeg. It's just the way it is here. And people should just embrace it. You know, instead of pretending that it doesn't exist. <sighs> All right. Anyway. All right. <laughs> 2016, what a fucking stupid year. Am I right? Yeah, we've heard enough about it, I think, right? Like everyone died. Trump got elected. Yep. <laughs> like ugh. fucking dumb year. You know what though? I I think that I think that years like this are just going to keep going. Like I don't think you know there was some I really separate, you know, the deaths. Like the prince death shocked me. Yep. You know, obviously, like that's that's a a big deal. Uh and unexpected. A big deal. Actually a lot of them are big deals, but that one was just big. And unexpected, right? 
Yeah. But there is some, you know, when somebody dies and they're above the age of 80 and people are like, oh man, 2016, I'm just, it gets everyone. Oh, yeah, no. It's I like, you that. know, some people just get old and die. <laughs> the death thing wasn't really, you know, the, the thing that I was thinking about. But yes, I, I've definitely, that, that narrative is played out. Like there's just some oh people God. where it's like, they're like, oh, what a bad year. It's like, you know what? We're going to see more of that because there are more and more people who we followed and who are big stars and celebrities, they're going to they're gonna fucking die because they're old. And it's yes. going to get worse as you get older. And eventually, there'll be people around your age that are going to die, hopefully, <laughs> before you. Yeah. And, yeah. and then that's it. That's just how it goes. Yeah. People don't handle aging very well, especially when you're, when you're on the online world. Yeah. People just can't take it. They're like, they can't believe. It's like, it happens. Yeah. You know, uh, let's go back to every year and, and break it down because it's, you know. But anyway, it's been a pretty, uh, from a, in, 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 the, in the, the, the climate, in the culture and, and, and political and, you know, uh, in, in, in this climate, it was a pretty shitty year. Um, Music-wise, which we're talking about today, I didn't find it too bad. I found it not bad. Uh, how did I find it? I mean, looking at my list of songs that I put together for this, it, it's, uh, I like, I like all the music. Um, as we're going to, I think, talk about as we head into the new year, um, I felt quite disconnected from albums this year. Yep. Um, I I downloaded a lot of stuff, obviously, but as you'll see in my list, everything's for the radio show. In fact, my 16 songs are all basically my, my set list for the best of 16 on, uh, the exchange district on CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Um, Hashtag marketing. Yeah. So so it's, it's, it's the same thing, but. I found a lot of songs, and I downloaded a lot of albums, but um, while I played a lot of stuff from albums, I haven't really listened to many albums as a full album. That's true. And, uh, I agree. I, and, I, and I figured, you know what, I need to get back into that, which is why, again, uh, marketing, hashtag marketing for next year. Yes. I think we may get into a, an album project on the Mezzanine Sleepover. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think it's time to get back to listening to some uh, some full uh, artistic works yes because uh, you're right it does get a little bit uh, you know a little bit disconnected and uh, it's good to kind of center yourself back into that uh, into that realm but, uh, but I did enjoy last year was kind of a big fucking monster year for a, for a few things for me so it kind of dialed back a little bit but uh, I'm excited to go through some of it yeah lots of good songs um, in terms of uh, other stuff like shows and stuff. It was a pretty consistent year, uh, for me in terms of like concerts up until about, uh, May, like, you know, one or two things a month. And then yep. the summer was slow. And then yep. all of a sudden the end of August hit and it just went fucking nuts <laughs> for yep. concerts and sports and all sorts and trips and all sorts of shit. It's been pretty fucking wild for the last like three and a half four months and i'm actually yeah you've been rolling i mean and you came to winnipeg i mean that was that was amazing oh good old winnipeg of course we did the ha- our halloween podcast yeah exactly the highlight <laughs> the highlight of the uh, last 2016 four months. for me uh yeah, I mean, my son started kindergarten that was pretty awesome uh, other than that uh just uh, keep on keeping on you know you're just giving her all day long all night long just giving her <laughs> giving her the fucking gears uh, all the way to fucking Swan River, and uh, <laughs> yeah, not not you know what, just a, just a, a standard uh, fucking year. It was pretty good. So uh, we're gonna go through our sixteen songs back and forth. 
Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, listeners of this sleepover, you're not, well, there might be one fucking secret listener out there who, by the way, like, I'm I'm not going to get into details about this, but first of all, if you're listening, yeah, like, of course you're still listening. And secondly, fuck you. Like, I know why you're moving (laughs) here. Anyways. Yeah, I, I said it to you, uh, and I, again, I won't get too, I won't get too inside on our, on our listener, on our other listeners of note, the ones we like. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said to you, I, I, I texted you this. It was like, you know, the, 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 over, over the course of, of years, just obsessive things one after another, but not this time. No, nope. no, not this time. Nope. Not this time. <laughs> This yeah. is the one time. This is the outlier. Yeah, everything I knew, everything I've known about you, and I'd say I know about this person pretty fucking well after all this time, and especially, like, you know, at the end, everything I knew. Yes. But, yeah, yep. like, try to convince me that things are different. Anyways. This is the coincidence. Yeah. yeah. This is the one. Anyway. So, anyways, uh, so that person might know some of this music. Otherwise, everyone else, probably not a single fucking thing I'm going to play, um, but, that's, that's uh, the, but it's the good joy. stuff. Um, I did, of course, a top 30. So I'll do my, I'll, I'll quickly list my, uh, my 14 before my, my 14 other ones before I go into my number 16. Um, I think there may be a couple things that people will know. I mean, I'm not quite as, um, off the beaten path as you are. I got a good mix of, uh, a bunch of, I got, I got a few, uh, you know, I got, I got a hip hop song. I got a synth wave song. I got some straight up, uh, you know, kind of, uh, alt rock i got some more indie stuff i got some shoegazy type things it, get, it goes all over the place so yeah mine, it's pretty solid mine's variations of garage and psych like you know some stuff may may veer a little bit off that path uh more than others but it's, it's essentially garage and psych again for me i picked 16 songs uh it's good for this show it's also good because it's 54 minutes of music which fits nicely into an hour-long radio show uh, yeah. with talking, so it's going to be on my show on, uh, again, 1280 AM in Toronto. The Exchange yeah, District. Yeah, well, people, and people should be checking it out because there's some good-ass shit. I'm excited. Yeah, and... Because uh, I, like to, I like to make sure I have every track we ever played. Now, I... And I gotta go and get the stuff, so I'm excited. Yeah, now, my show is supposed to be 50-50, CanCon, uh, and yep. it always is, and there's a lot of great Canadian stuff uh, this year. However, yeah. um, I'm actually gonna... Well, I mean, it's not a big deal because... Overall, I actually play more than 50%, but for this one, I have, I believe, six out of ten songs that are Canadian. Nice. Uh, so a little less than 50-50, but some good CanCon in there. Uh, yeah. and also in looking it over, I have a couple of things from overseas. So a nice mix of stuff from around the world. But, Look uh, at you. But again, yeah, uh, world music from well, around the world of the same genre. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll kick us off. I'm going to, again, I did a, a 2016 top 30. I do a top 30 every year since 2000, 1997, sorry, and uh, except for 2006, where I inexplicably did a top 20. All right. I mean, I mean, I guess I could explain it. I think 2006 might have been bad. I don't know. Um, so uh, my uh, from 32 to uh, 17, I got, uh, let's see, I'll, I'll go through this just because, you know, we fill some time. Yeah. I got yeah. at number 30, I got Ra Ra Right with Absolutely. At number 29, I got Ty Siegel with Candy Sam. Uh-huh. I got uh, P- Peter Bjorn and John at number 28 with Dominoes. I got Royal Teeth at 27 with Kids Conspire, the extended version. Um, Symbol Z Guitars come in at 
I, I'm lost track here where I am. 25? Symbols Eat Guitars with Wish. Glass Animals, Life Itself. Uh, bleached with Wednesday Night. What? Is this Melody? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're doing good at this. Uh, a band called... I, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to say their name, but it's D-I-I-V. It's one of those all-caps bands uh-huh. with dopamine. Uh, Fantagram comes in with You Don't Get Me High Anymore. Then Yaysayer with Half Asleep, a beauty track. At 20. Uh, Conrad Keeley, the uh, frontman of Annual Noise by the Trail of Dead with In Words of a Not-So-Famous Man. And then the band Pity Sex with Burden You, Radiohead's Dex Dark, and then Jaws with Right in Front of Me at number 17. So these ones so, just didn't get the cut. They didn't make the cut for the show, but they're on your list. They didn't make the cut for the show, but they're still a very good track. Nice consolation um, prize. Like, if I'm in Radiohead, I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. Like, it's better than I nothing. I Dex Dark uh, pretty high. Uh, I reevaluated a little later and went, it's still a great track, but I had to bump a few things up because I missed a song, and then I went, uh, I had to go back. Um, at number 16 for me, here we go. Number, you have to play track 16. So go Oh, ahead. it's track 16. Yes. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. Fucking bopping out over here. Yeah, so this is War Paint. It's called New Song. New Song? Yeah. So I actually haven't gotten the album yet. I, I don't know if it's... Uh, I think it's out, but I have to get it. But uh, nice little uh, jaunty track can to kick find... off the uh, top 16 of 2016 for me. Can you find it on Bandcamp? Warpaint? Warpaint. I'm not sure if it's on Bandcamp. It's definitely on iTunes. I'm just opening up... Uh... Oh, wait. No, no. Doesn't look like it. All right. Here we go. Yep. Where are Here they from? Warpaint. I think they're American. Oh, there you go. The USA, everyone. There you go. <laughs> I think. I may be wrong. I'm not like a, a war paint, you know, like uh completist. But a uh, good track. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, now, I I did this last year, too. I didn't actually rank them in order from 16 to 1. Well, um, you're the macho chicken. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I will say um, where I, I placed, I'd say from my top... Uh, I'm just looking here. Yeah, I'd say from in my top ten, I'd probably say that's pretty close to the order. Um, okay. After that, it's like here's a mix of what I put from 16 to 11. So no particular order. Just here's how I ha- have them ranked. Uh, so nice. this is my first one. long intro as usual. And stop the whole song? Okay. (laughs) So this is this is Paul Jacobs from Montreal. Uh, A track called I'm Into What You're Into. Oh, here we go. Uh, One Man Band. From, nice. from Montreal. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's about all I have to say about it. That's just, uh, you know, some good garagey one-man band show. So for those of you who haven't been, uh, who didn't tune in last year, or to any of our shows where we kind of highlight some, some newer music, uh, I do my uh, Art Donovan at King of the Ring 94 shtick. 
where I ask you if you've seen this uh, this this person live. <laughs> yeah, and I have not seen them live yet. They did no, do a where show. Where Donovan, of course, asked how much every guy weighed in that event. They did do a show. Uh, he did a show here uh, when I was in Winnipeg. So oh, I, I so I missed sucker. him. He'll be hey, back. Uh, He'll be back. He's a nobody. Um, I I do have to say just because he is <laughs> he is a Montreal artist. Uh, I I forget what the band's name was, but there was a band that I saw when I was looking for music this weekend. And one of their tracks was called One Meyer R.A.M. <laughs> so there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. That's that's fantastic. Okay, number 15. Look around. This is a band called Man Made. Uh huh. From Manchester. Oh, international flavor. It's called uh, Raining in My Head. I'm glad you got the city uh, and you're not like, they're from Europe. <laughs> I, I called up the Wiki real quick. Yep. Manchester, UK. Uh, just some nice, uh, you know, alternative rock. Just kind of, you know. This is a, a song that I completely overlooked and I was like, the fucking chorus is beauty. So it's a very uh, this early is, 2000s. I was going to say, this is like 2003. Yeah, it's fantastic. Good stuff. Anyway, there you go. Man Made. Check it out. Good album. Solid. And it's Man Made. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the album's called TV Broke My Brain. Uh, Alright, this is my next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great intro. Here's the next song <laughs> that I will play. Well, you know it's up to you. And you know what you gotta do. But so this is a band called The Smoking Trees. Nice. From Los Angeles, California. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I don't really know uh, much to say. I'm actually all just... <laughs> Double checking that it's from like it's from the right year. As I because I got I got it wrong on one of the last shows. I said Roxette was from 1990. <laughs> they were. That's right. You know, it was funny. I, I saw that. and I just thought I wouldn't mention it. Yeah. In 1988. <laughs> so, anyways, this is yes, 2016 released released in May off an album called The Archer and the Bull. Um, clearly, just a psychedelic band from uh, L.A. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I like the sound. All right, so the two questions are, uh, have you seen them live? No. Uh, have they got a good big airplay on your show? Uh, a couple of songs. Not not as much as uh, they should. Part of the reason is because, um, and I'm going to break the fourth wall of my show for everyone. So Ooh, yes. Know, yeah, is that when I go through music, it's usually six, 15 or 16 songs fit into an hour for my show. Yep. Uh, so usually when I'm combing through music and searching, the first eight are going to be Canadian because yeah. I need half CanCon. So I'll find yeah. new CanCon, then I'll scour through the old collection. And then when it opens up for the next eight songs, now the fucking whole world's at my fingertips, right? Yes. But it's much harder than if there's only eight songs a week for a band to get in multiple times. That's right. Especially when it's like, oh, there's so much new stuff that I can stick in there. So the Smoking Trees... 
um, have probably lost out because of that. But that's how CanCon rules work. Yeah, and it's a lot nice and easy, though. It all comes up on the old computer. Yeah. You don't have to look for that maple logo on the back of the CD. I was going to say, if you don't like it, bring it, take it up with Jean. Tell Jean Cartier. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That's Talk to awesome. the government, but uh, I like it. So anyways, there you go. Uh, smoking trees. Excellent. Um, number 14 for me, uh, played on the sleepover a couple weeks ago. Here we go. This is the Toronto band Twist. I uh, bleached, bleached the same song I played two weeks ago. I made I mentioned Twist to my uh, the host of the show after me, the night shift on Wednesdays from nine to eleven on CJRU twelve eighty AM in Toronto. And that is uh, who is that? Luca Capone. Yes, on Twitter. That's yeah, right. At the night shift to on Twitter, but uh, yes, I mentioned I was like, oh, my friend likes this band that sounds like Pony because he likes Pony. They're called Twist, and yep. he was like. I saw a twist on Friday. It's like nice. So uh, yeah, they're just playing around here. So I'm gonna see them because they're my favorite band. Of course they are. But I haven't seen them yet. Anyways, you talk yeah. about them. It's your band. Oh yeah, well, they're mine. I own them. Yes. I uh, know. Uh, twist. I just discovered them on Bandcamp and was like, this is fucking awesome. And uh, it's a great album. It's called Spectral. And uh, check it out, folks. If you're, uh, you know, again, you want to hit your own personal CanCon. Uh, content. There it is. There you go. All right. Twist. Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit off the... Uh, I mean, it's kind of the same genre as what I play, but this is a little different from everything else you're going to hear. All right. So this is a band called The Explorers Club. Ah, I like that name. Uh, they released a fantastic album. Uh, the one before this one called uh, Grand Hotel. It's uh, They're basically a Beach Boys ripoff, like unapologetic. So Great. here, listen to this. This is called uh, Don't Waste Her Time. And uh, this is, yeah, this is off of an album. This is their new album uh, called, and I'm just looking it up. Uh, what's it called? Together Deluxe. Oh, oh that's nice. Anyways, um, it's a good song. Um, I still haven't really gotten fully into the album yet. Um, but I would recommend if anyone is a newer fan to check out Grand Hotel because it's a fantastic album and also okay. a song called Forever, which is off of an older album, which is like so Beach Boys, it hurts. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So there you go. They're from Charleston, South Carolina. All right. Not not California, as you might think. I know, right? There you go. There are beaches, are though, they? in South uh, Carolina, so there is surf yeah, and beach. Yes, that's true. There is surfing and beaches just on the other coast. All right. Um, number 13 for me. Another song has been played on the sleepover before. Here we go.
Zach, Kendrick Lamar. You're not listening to a Stereo Guff podcast <laughs> where I throw in a few hip hop songs. Just so you know, get over. Um, I don't know what compelled me. I, what Kendrick Lamar released that like a compilation album of you know kind of two year old throwaway tracks uh, in March, and I was like, I'll just take a listen. And uh, I was like, all right, this is all right. And I heard this song, and I was like, holy fuck, this is Untitled uh, 8. Um, and then it has the date it was recorded, uh, which I believe is something like, uh, uh, fuck, I got to find it here. I got, you know, looks like September 6th, 2014. That's about it. Now, you take the, t- the tracks for the albums that you send me, and you clean them up so that I don't know what the tracks are. Well, it's all about being secret. So you have episode track... Or sorry, episode 71, top track, 16, 15, 14, 13. This one stands out because it still has the explicit lyrics marker on it. <laughs> yes, because I, when I bought it on iTunes, yeah. it's still got the explicit lyrics, yes. Um, again, just caught in, got into it, and uh, yeah, we got some hip-hop on the, uh, on the uh, top 16, so there you go. <laughs> well done. We're like Pitchfork. We're just legit. Yeah. Just legitimized yeah. ourselves. We sure did. You know, you're going to... Well, maybe maybe you already did. You're going to put some fucking Kanye West at the top. Oh, well, you know, just because I feel like, you know, it's it's, it's got to... I, I, I can't even speak to that because I didn't listen to the album. So, uh, I, I can't make a joke because I don't even know if it's good. Maybe it is. All right. Kendrick uh, Lamar's is pretty good, though. A band that, if you don't know, I think you would like. Here we go. All right. <laughs> This is a band called the, over here. They're a band called the Lad Mags. Here you go. Ooh. Nice. Uh, this is a song called Future's Done. Uh, it's just off of a two-song EP. They don't have it on any physical copy yet. Yeah. Um, but they are awesome. They're from Edmonton. You don't see that a lot. Uh, you know what? Edmonton has a pretty Outside good... Outside of Mo Berg. You know? Edmonton has a pretty good psych scene, I'm going to be honest. Nice. Led by, as far as I'm concerned, the Lad Mags and another band called the Betrayers. And uh, there's a third band whose name escapes me right now. But they're all, they're all cutting their teeth on fucking Bourbon Street and fucking West Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a gig at Red's. Um, I, one thing about this for all you listeners, ladmags.bandcamp.com. This is a free download. So, there Ooh, you go. Excellent. So, there you go. Nice. Uh, one, of my fav- one of my favorites, especially to get some CanCon in. Very jaunty. All right. All right, number 12. Here we go. This is uh, Cloud Nothings. Yeah. The track is called Modern Act. Uh, the album just released. Um, I was uh, not like a huge Cloud Nothings fan, but I'm like, I'll check it out. The album's called Life Without Sound. It's fucking nice. Here we go. And uh, here we go. 
All right. Just let it build up here. Oh, I think. Okay. Almost, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, good, nice band from Cleveland, Ohio. Oh yeah, right around the fucking lake for me. Uh, here you go, nice and close. Uh, by the way, folks, I don't think I have uh, in my list. <laughs> even though I ask you, I have seen none of the artists on my list. <laughs> I do <laughs> not go. go to concerts. <laughs> my big concert is Matt Good. We're we're gonna get into some that I've seen, uh, so that's good. Uh, this is Excellent. one that I have seen this year. Here we Excellent. go. Do we? Where this song starts and where it goes are two different places. Like, I'm actually going to scrub it. So this is Mr. Beat by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Fuck me. <laughs> Probably my favorite. Well, that's off. This is off their 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 uh, album that they put out this year, right? Nonagon Infinity. Yeah, I haven't heard the whole thing. I definitely hadn't heard this one. Yeah, an album that's it's a lot. A lot of the album is very much the same. It's actually a lot faster than this because it's meant to yeah. be played on a loop. Played all together. Yeah. Uh, but this is kind of in the middle of it, and it kind of goes in this new direction for a bit. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, so they had to make it on. I saw them in May, and uh, I'm going to see them again in um, April. Yeah, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. You know, a um, a a, uh, a sleepover for a friend of, friends of the sleepover. And you can um, and you can imagine me at that concert, fucking having to fucking sneak around now, like the Repo Man. Just oh God, hiding. It's just, you're all way too old. It's just. <sighs> Take you know what? Take the one thing I enjoy about Toronto like the most and ruin it. Yeah. Like seriously. It's fucking crap. Anyways. Well, you <laughs> get, know, that's 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 the way it happens. You get, just get too old. Getting a little inside for everybody. <laughs> you, get... you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. I thought it was you having to skulk around with all the young people, and then no, I realized. No. Well, I forgot. You know, it's hard, it's hard, it's too bad because you're you, you know, everything's kind of changed it's too bad it's 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 a sad state of affairs well yeah that's you know the one downside to liking music that not anyone listens to and then you know somebody that listens to it yep because otherwise you know toronto's a really big fucking city so everything's cool except for that one thing where it's like you know that it's gonna be a fucking gong show so anyways (laughs) yep all right number uh what am i at 11 all right another another track played on the sleepover recently Oh yeah, I put this fucker on my. Uh, I haven't put it on my year end list. I should have. I love this song. It's so fucking good. Uh, in fact, it would have. That body heat by robots with ray guns. It would have made my list actually if it wasn't for the genre of my show. Yeah, exactly. So this is like a synthwave fucking classic. I'll let, I'll let the listeners when it kicks uh, in go and take a listen for a second. Of course. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, I, I have to cut in because there's two things. First, my wife was like, huh? She just doesn't get it. Yeah. My son was like, 
Is that the chipmunks? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, just a solo artist from Phoenix doing, uh, you know, EDM and, and synthwave, and it's a fucking killer track. They're on ba- He's on Bandcamp, Robots with Ray Guns. Check it out. Uh, it's a beauty. I pulled this from Bandcamp. Oh, yeah. It's fucking beauty. All right. Banger! What can I say? uh all right uh let's see this band i have not seen yet but uh actually i don't know if i'll see them because i don't know if they exist anymore maybe they do we'll see So this is a band called Strange Things, not to be confused with the popular Netflix show. No, it's not. It's not Stranger Things. It's not Stranger Things. It is Strange Things. Uh, a track. That's a bit of an unfortunate name. Yeah. In the year 2016. And actually, they should still be around. This was released on September 6th of this year, so I'm assuming they're still around. <laughs> I don't know. These um, bands fucking come together and break up all the time. Yeah. Anyways, this um, is the uh, one thing I say. Uh, one one thing I, I just have one comment. It's yeah. like I can almost see the fucking coils in the in the in the amps, the reverb coils. Like, <laughs> you go. Tracks called Higher Anxiety. It's off a of seven inch. Uh, nice. You can you can buy it digitally for two bucks. You can get the record though. It costs like nine bucks to ship the fucking record. Get, yep. Get better postal service. <laughs> uh, anyways. Well, you know, yeah. Nice. There you go. From Vancouver, Van- Vancouver, British Columbia. And there's a band I'll play later that has a tie into them. So there you go. Ah, excellent. Um, I was, you were talking about the different medias just now. You know, you get the seven inch and, 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 and digital downloads. So I, I got the tickets to the Mad Good concert. Ah, it ties into Vancouver. Look at this. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, it had like, you get the digital download of the I Miss New Wave, uh, EP. Yep. And it was like, oh, you want to spend an extra seven bucks and then you get the, the, the physical copy. And I was like, ah, I don't need it. So I got the digital download, and then I went to fucking Walmart to get wrapping paper, and it's all there for $10, and I'm like, I have to get it. <laughs> <laughs> of Fuck course. Me. Well, because you, I, I, you know, you, you, when you moved out, you, I, I got some stuff from you, and one of them was, like, mounting the CDs on the wall. Yep. So in, in my storage room, like, you know, I mounted, and I was like, I'm going to do all Matt Good's albums. So I'm like, fuck, I got to buy a different Inacoma, because the one doesn't fit, because it's all, like, a triple disc. So I had to buy like the single disc in a coma just to have it. And I'm like, I got to have this on the list. So I had to put it in there. So there you go. Good for you. Um, number, so last year, uh, I got into a band and I highly recommended it and it was awesome. And then they came out with another album this year and here they are at number 10. This is American Wrestlers. You One know, of the best band names ever. You know, I missed another show by them recently. Uh, they were just uh, here. Well, it's your loss, brother. Uh-huh. Uh, American Wrestlers, uh, their second uh, album. And it is called uh, Goodbye Terrible Youth. Um, this is a song called Give. It was the first single. I mean, I'm not, I'm not digging too deep here. Here's the chorus. Their first album was notoriously um, recorded on a on a eight track cassette, and then you know mastered onto a CD. This one, I believe, is 
using, uh, you know, traditional, not traditional, but more modern methods. Still a great album. Check it out, American Wrestlers. I'm looking up at uh, on Bandcamp. There they are. It's on Bandcamp. Yep. Goodbye, terrible. Where are they youth. from? Scalang. Uh, they are from. It doesn't say here. Oh, they don't have it on there. Oh, wait, wait. St. Louis by way of Scotland. Oh, your ears just perked up like a dog. Uh, this is off Fat Possum Records. Yeah. Which I believe is the same label as, I believe, Bass Drum of Death, but I could be wrong. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know. You might be wrong. I put pe- Fat <laughs> Fat Possum Records into, <laughs> uh, into my search here. Uh, to see, but now I have now I have to see, even though the listeners don't care. But I don't give a fuck. Make them wait. Yeah, listeners, you can wait. Oh, they got a whole bunch of shit. Black Keys. There's a no, there's... I, with American Wrestlers. I while you're looking, I actually had a another song off of their first album that kind of crossed over into this year. Yeah, and I was like, it was really stellar. But I was like, I gotta go with the new one. Just you know, uh, for, for posterity's sake. No, and uh, let's see here. We have Temples, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. That's another one. And yes, their their U.S. tour started on November 30th, and yeah. uh, they were here on the 4th of December. So, sorry, pal. That's all right. <sighs> I have to live vicariously through you seeing bands. Yeah. So, there you uh, go. All right. Uh, let's go Number to... 10. We're in the top 10 now. We are in the top are 10. Uh, where am I at? I am here. Okay, this one is a band I've played on the sleepover a number of times, but uh, and listed them in my top 25 of all time. Yes. So this is Alalaz. Alalaz. Uh, off their new LP, Calico Review, a track called Roadside Memorial. Uh, yep. A couple of things about them. Uh, one, uh, this album I'm not digging as much as the previous ones. Um, nope. there, there's stuff I like on it, including this track. Um, but overall, so far, just hasn't caught my, uh, you know, just hasn't hasn't really caught me up. Um, Feeling a little a little thin. For you. Yeah. Now I saw them play live in September, and they played new stuff, and it sounded great live. So there's some yep. disconnect there. Uh, secondly, uh, I interviewed a few bands this year for the show. Uh, for yep. the uh, not this show interviewed no one for this show except for Phil about <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, yes, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I one of them was uh, I interviewed the lead singer from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and it went pretty well. Yep. Um, I interviewed nice. a guy pretty extensively who's going to be coming up a little bit later, and All I interviewed right. the lead singer from Ala Laz before their show. <laughs> Such yep. a terrible fucking interview. So, oh, it's I'm like, eh? I'm like, so, uh, what would you say your influences are? <laughs> Such <laughs> questions that like, you know, people just hear all the time. Yeah. How does a new album compare to what you've put out before? What direction are you going in? The guy couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, what you need to do is, 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 uh, you need to be like Nardwar. <laughs> yeah. Dig up a whole bunch of crazy facts. Yeah. Be like, I found this record of yours. Here's a gift. <laughs> Here's... Here's a piece of paper from a napkin you left at a fucking roadside cafe in BC. Yeah. Where you wrote something, a person's number. Whose number was that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. All sorts of inside stories. Yeah. 
<laughs> Tell me about. I heard an incident about the uh, the spoon feeding incident. What is this? <laughs> yeah. All right. Ah, uh, look at us doing our Nardware impressions. Hey, good for that us. That guy's recovering, so he had a, he have a stroke this year. Yeah, he did, but he's already he already did interviews. He did one with Ty Siegel yeah, right after. So good for him. Yeah, I do like I do enjoy those interviews. I like Nardwar after all the even after yeah. all this time. Still great. Yeah. Funny as hell. All right. And he's got classics too, right? Like the the Courtney Love shit is awesome. Hey, the dude does his fucking research and he like well him and his team, but they do some amazing yep. research for their interviews. So good for him. Oh yeah. Good for him. Uh number nine for me. Here we go. This is a uh, Wolf Alice. Wolf what? Lisa smile. Wolf Alice. Wolf Alice. All right. The cover of the of this week's episode because I always make them before I know what you're putting on, so it's all heavy on the, the Mega Mix selection. That's good. Um, yeah, just uh, the album's "My Love Is Cool" and it's a uh, a fucking tight little uh, album. Definite checkout uh, here. Uh, let's take a little listen here. Nice. Yeah. Now I have to ask. Very enjoyable. I have to ask. What? Um, yeah. What's your like main sources right now for finding music? Uh, Bandcamp and iTunes and I read Stereo Gum and uh, just some blogs. And you just poke through stuff it. and be like, oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Bandcamp. Wolf Alice, of course, are from London. London, Ontario, great. <laughs> right? Come on. Right down the road. Let me see here. Hang on. No, no, they're from they're from the UK, but Oh, damn it. Alright. God damn it. Uh a band that I saw last night in concert. Ooh! Here we go. It's not Duotang. I did. Was that with Duotang or? Yep, they opened for Duotang. This is a band called The Triumphs. This is a track is called The New Dawn. They're from right here in Toronto. And this song is nice. all about not letting people get you down. <laughs> here we well, go. Well, you know, it's a good message. Nice. We'll get to the uh, chorus right away. It sounded fucking great live. There were about uh, 15 people in there watching them. But, but they sounded great. There are. Well, you keep fucking plugging away on, on your show, and people will start to come out. We'll see. They have two cassette singles so far, uh, so four tracks in total. But they played. Yeah. They played a full album's worth of stuff yesterday, so I'm assuming they're going to put something full out, and then who yeah. knows what'll happen. But uh, I'll see them locally a few times, I'm sure. So they played with Duotang. Um, I gotta say. Uh, the, the big comeback, the reunion of Duotang, and they put out new music, and my god. Yeah, I listened, <laughs> Not very good. Um, I listened to it in prep for the show, and I was like, eh, let's just say I didn't stick around for that long. <laughs> let's just say that there's, you know, like, uh, like there was a few great albums back in the day, but uh, the, they, the, making a new album might not have been the best idea. <laughs> lyrically especially, my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's just I'm sorry. I mean I, I like to do a tang, but oh man. Yeah. Alright. Um all right, what do we got here? We got number 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 yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Look at you mixing it up. So I'll, before it gets into it here, this is Frightened Rabbit. All right. And, uh, you know, we got some more Bonnie Scotts going on here. <laughs> and fuck, this came out of nowhere. I was like, this song is fucking wicked. Let it get to the chorus. So we'll talk about Frightened Rabbit. Uh, did you 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 listen to Frightened Rabbit a few years ago? I, I think. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I remember talking about them in some form or fashion on the sleepover previously, um, for a very short bit. But my God, this song—I don't even know. Again, I didn't get the album. I just got the song. It's fucking great. It's called Get Out. And um, yeah. You listen to this on a, on a set of headphones. It's fucking bombastic. Uh, as I Great. am right now? Yes. The, the <laughs> listeners, you know, like not on a podcast is what I'm saying to the listeners. Oh, yeah, without Painting. us talking over it? Yeah, uh, the, the album's Painting of a Panic Attack. Uh, get The song's Get Out. Check out the song. I, I don't have any other songs from the album. I just like this one. So there you go. Uh, all right. The third artist that I uh, interviewed and had a really good interview. In fact, I built a whole show around talking to this guy. And uh, this is number eight for you. Number eight from Vancouver, BC. Again, here we go. So this is a project called the Orange Kite. Yep. Uh, It's a guy who is in Vancouver. Uh, here we go. Stevie Moonboots, who is actually from um, Ireland. <laughs> nice name. Made his way over to Vancouver and decided that he was involved with uh, strange, strange, uh, stranger things, stranger things, strange things. Yep. Strange things. That's strange what happened. That's what happened. Strange things is still together. Stevie Moonboots yeah. left Strange Things. He was with them, and you now oh, he's doing his own thing. Okay. Uh, nice. So he released one single a month over the course of the last year. Nice. This is the single... I don't know which month this is. This song is called uh, Microdose. It's my favorite one. Yeah. Anyways, and uh, good interview. Very good interview. Uh, so, yeah. Well, well, when, what, uh, what, what, when did you do the interview so people can go back and find the archives? Oh God! Uh, I probably did it in September. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And up up till that point, I played all of the songs. I played about eight of the songs that he'd released up to that point. Uh, this is on Bandcamp, Orange Kite, K Y T E, and uh, every single is a buck. And I'm sure that he's gonna bundle them all up now that it's done. So there you go. Good stuff. All right. All right. Number seven for me. Here we go. Uh, 
this is an interesting one for me. I just I found... Just say, is, it, is this Men at Work? Uh, you know, it's like a poppy kind of shoegazy type indie pop band. They're called Lisbon. Yeah. The song is called Native, but with an umlaut over the eye. Okay. Um, I just found it like under an artist you might like under Jaws. Yeah. And I was like, I like this song. And then I kind of really like it. And uh, that's not much else to say. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say. I don't even know where they're from. I don't know anything. <laughs> Research. Like, I like this song. Research on the sleepover. Yes. You know, I I really care about some of the music I'm listening to. Uh, this is a song that I um, so when I when I pick songs for the show, often I'll just listen to clips here and there of something, and then if I like it. I'll pick it up and download it, and then I'll kind of listen later and decide to throw it into the show. And obviously, like right to get a, you know, like to get a mix of new stuff in there. But um, before I play it on the show, it's not like I listen to everything all the way through, or yeah. that I, I know everything really that well. So this is one where it was like, ah, this sounds good. I'll play it. And then when I was listening to it while I was doing the fucking show, I was like, this song is fucking great. Here we go. Awesome. <laughs> So this is a band called Sunbather. <laughs> They're from <laughs> Copenhagen, Denmark. Nice. This song is called Ferret Vild. It's sung in Danish. That's great. And uh, that's all I have to say. It's off of a four-track EP uh, by Sunbather on Bandcamp, released in May, and it's free. Sunbather. Sunbather. Well, that's saucy. Oh, they're, uh, I also have to say their release from uh, January of 2015 uh, has a nice pair of titties on the cover. <laughs> so you know. There you go. If you're, if you're into that, into the cover art. Yeah, if you're just like, I like art. <laughs> cover art instead yes. of music. Then there you go. <laughs> Good stuff. That's a nice little track. Uh, and you, you, they've had some plays on the on on the uh, on the old uh, exchange disc. Oh yeah, this one's I played the whole thing. What kind of feedback do you get on 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 the radio show? Nothing. No way. <laughs> Zero. Zero so, feedback. Just like this show. <laughs> Zero feedback. What? No, this show at least one person will comment every couple of weeks on something. Yeah. Like we know that there are like at least two people out there who listen. Yes. But uh, the exchange district. Uh, I get the, I use a, they use a site called Airtime, uh, which is what the platform that they use to broadcast online. So I don't know what the listenership is to the AM feed, but Airtime, yeah. you see the live listener count, uh, yeah. as you're doing the show. Mine has ranged from one to four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yay. Hey, you're on the airwaves, my man. Yep. That's all that matters. I just play, do it for play, fun. Playing good music. It's like oh, this, it's what like this show. You, you do it for good times. You can do it for good times. I mean, and uh, of course, the show you get the most feedback on would be your uh, your super fans uh, appearances. Oh yeah, for an entirely different reason. Of course. of course, the one that gives you probably the least amount of joy. <laughs> of course, it's really talking does. about the fucking jet. But anyway, okay, number six. <laughs> Thank you. 
nice long intro. I was going to say, this is going to punch in. Yeah, it's going to, well, no, it's not going to punch in. It's going to start with some singing. Okay. Um, it's White Lung, folks. Vancouver Zone. Oh, some CanCon from you. Yeah, bit of a bit of a monster album this year, White Lung. Uh, the Wickeye says, uh, punk rock, I'm not so sure. Well, it's very punk. Listen to this. Yeah. I'm like, is this the Sex Pistols? Tell you something though, the album, the album, uh, uh, it was. Um, hang on one sec, I'm just clicking on here. Paradise is the album. Uh, gets quite hard. Like it's got some hard rock elements to it. I will give it that. Punk, nah, not really. But this song is pretty monster. Getting heard. Uh, some some big voice there on on the singer there. I don't. I, her name escapes me, but I'll you know you can look it up on the Wickeyes, folks. <laughs> Hashtag research. Hashtag research. I don't give a fuck about the research. I'm all about the marketing. Here we go. I like big yelling fucking choruses and pre-choruses. Awesome. Very 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. White Lung below. Check out their album, Paradise. It's a good listen. Uh, So I'm in my top six now. And at this point, I'm pretty comfortable with the order that I put this in for being my top six. Uh, Here's number uh, six. By the way, there's a lot of uh, repeat uh, artists for the show at this point. Oh, yes. This is the OCs. Yay! I don't know. The OCs. Uh, this is a song called Plastic Plant. They released, <laughs> two, they released two albums in the last uh, three months. An odd, yeah, entrances, an odd Entrances and a Weird Exits. Yes. Um, which are supposed to complement each other. They also released a live album this year. Um, They've been busy. They have been. Uh, but anyways, I'm uh, obviously a big fan. And uh, this is a great track from... Uh, this is from An Odd Entrances. Yeah. Well, that's a nice track. They are from Los Angeles. Uh, the label is Castle Face Records. And uh, huh. you will not get this for free anywhere <laughs> you will have to it pay is for on it. itunes both are i have one song off one of the albums that i bought i made it on one of my mixes like the name escapes me but it was good yeah, yeah. anyways always going to be a favorite yeah you're you, you like the ocs i've seen them live. Um, i've right, seen them live plenty of times yes you have uh there was something i wanted to ask you and now i cannot remember jerk so as, as i try and remember i will go to my number five another uh, all caps band pilgrims yep with a bunch of with the, the vowels missing <laughs> oh, jesus you know i gotta say that the, the naming conventions of some of these bands is, is terrible um like no I, I, it's a thing it's a thing now and it's kind of weird no vowels and double vowels yeah it just it's like just stop guys like you could just be pilgrims and it would be fine but it's like got to be all caps but the music's fucking great. Fools in their gold. Uh, a standout track for me this year. Um, from uh, Just a single. It's uh, no album as of yet. Go check it out. At 
least we know what to call them. You know, some bands like, what do I call this band? <laughs> this is clearly Pilgrims. Pilgrims. All right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, I don't know where they're from. <laughs> All right. I don't know. This is a band. Terrible reason. This is a band from Halifax. I will tell you the story about when I saw them in a second because it's a little interesting. So this is a band called Walrus. Nice. Uh, from Halifax. Just some psych rock. Halifax, another city with a shockingly great psychedelic scene. Yeah, Halifax has a good history of, of, of good good tunage, so I'm not surprised. So Walrus uh, were in Toronto probably for a solid month back in, uh, I think it was in June. Okay. Um, they played like someone's backyard, and they played a couple of club shows, and they played at uh, shows during North by Northeast. Okay. And I hadn't seen any of them, and then they played a show. It was a free show for a festival. I'm using air quotes for festival. Yes. It was, it's in a park here called the uh, Trinity Bellwoods Park, and uh, so I go to this festival. It's literally, uh, it's like a, it's like a bowl, right? Like the the park. Yeah. So I'm on the kind of up, uh, you know, on the elevated part, sitting there in the grass, and uh, the band sets up, and it's literally like, you know, a long plug, <laughs> yeah. and then a speaker into the plug, and then they just play in the grass. Yep. So uh, they sounded fine, except then the power went totally out. So <laughs> they, they, but like pros, they just kept playing, even though you couldn't hear anything. Uh, of course. But they sounded, they sounded, the parts that, that I heard sounded really good. Uh, the two interesting things that have nothing to do with the music at the show. Uh, one is that uh, while I was sitting there behind me, uh, a dog took a shit in the grass. And then a couple <laughs> came along and somebody sat the shit. <laughs> Best. Uh, and didn't notice until like about like 10 minutes later when they got up and they're like, oh, do I have shit on me? Uh, the other part is and that you just fucking sat there watching. <laughs> I may have. Uh, the other thing was that I, you know what? I'll, to be totally honest with you, if I if I known they were gonna sit in the shit, I would have warned them. But it was too late. Of course, it was too uh, late. Like it, well, it was just like the shit was there. Then I turn around and then I turn back and I'm like, oh no. And what are you gonna say at that point? Yeah. Um, let them discover it on their own. Yeah. The other thing is that about an hour after I left. And this was on a perfectly sunny, nice day. Uh, a large branch fell off a tree and killed someone sitting in the grass at the park. Oh, my God. Yep. I did not know that. Wow. Yep. So uh, people who knew I was at the show were like, uh, you're okay, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Wow, so, that's not funny at all. No, that part's not funny. Creepy shit. Yeah. Uh, just randomly, just uh, he was with his girlfriend, and he actually the story is that he actually saved the the woman. Oh, nice! So there you go. Died. Uh, but anyways, Walrus from Halifax. Walrus. <laughs> they're uh, they're going to be playing here in February with a band called Elephant Stone. Uh, I would say that I am a hundred percent looking forward to the show, but as uh, will be the case, something always taints it so anyways you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to put on the, the old repo man bandit mask yep. to disguise yourself um for me at my number four position we are getting down to the nitty-gritty we have a a, a, a a duo that's been on the sleepover before straight out of calgary alberta canada 
you've played this before on the show, haven't you? Yes, I sure have. The Geographic Music Challenge. Yes. This is Tegan and Sarah going ridiculous pop for their, their new album, uh, Love You to Death. Um, extremely listenable. <laughs> I, here we go. Let's hit it. You treat me like your boyfriend. I enjoy the song. It's great. The lyrics are fantastic. It's essentially like, um, you, you know, you, uh, treat me like your boyfriend when he's not around. Yeah. They make out and shit. It's fucking awesome. Good stuff. Like you were your boyfriend, but I Oh. Just, a, just a pure fucking pop explosion. I love it. Two thumbs up. And I got to tell you, I got a lot of CanCon on this list, so I'm very happy. Well done. Yep. Uh, all right. We played this before on the show. Number four for me. This is uh, Morgan Delt. We've talked about him a lot recently. Yeah. You played three songs two weeks ago. Uh, and a song on our on, on on another episode. Phase Zero. It's a great album. I'm just scrubbing. It's quite good, actually. Here we go. Hopefully, this is the real part because I fucking did it wrong before. Yes, you did. Yeah. Fucking fantastic album. Um, as I mentioned before, on Sub Pop Records. <laughs> what? Uh, anyways, Morgan Delve, I've talked about it plenty, so uh, number four, great song. That's called A Gun Appears. A Gun Appears, that's right. You played that, uh, yeah, you played that on the, uh, on the, uh, the, 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 the grab bag. The, 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 yeah. Uh, the grab <laughs> <The> bag. <laughs> At number three, a recent uh, release for an album that's coming out in 2017 by uh, a, a couple of uh, Vancouver boys. You're going to need a scrub. Will I? Okay. How far? It's got a long intro, so just strive to a minute. You can't condemn your love to I'll let it hit the chorus, hang on. Here we go. Uh, Japan droids. Uh huh. Uh, near to the wild heart of life. Yes, you were excited about this one. I was. Uh, it is their uh, new album coming out. The uh, the album art as of today is fucking terrible. It's a picture that it looks to be widescreen boxed on the top and the bottom, and it's just black and white of two guys standing there. Great. But I assure you, the uh, the album, the, the sorry, the album, the song is fantastic. Into Japan Droids uh, since their first album, but uh, kind of the stuff kind of uh, you know wore a little bit on me a little bit over the years. But this was a nice little comeback in, in my world. So good stuff, Japan Droids, Vancouver. Uh, this is a saucy little band from Chicago. Number three. Is this Primus or what? <laughs> <laughs> Baseline. Just you hear bass guitar and you're like Primus. Yeah. The band called Son of a Gun. 
Son of a gun. Uh, from Chicago. Uh, this song is called All My Love. I believe that this is a free download off of Bandcamp. Here we go. I actually was, uh, I was in Chicago in August and, uh, came across this EP on vinyl sitting in the, uh, in a record store. And so I picked it up. I'd already downloaded it, but I hadn't really listened to it. And then when I got home, I was like, this is fucking great. You, you didn't pop it into your portable uh, record player when you were there? Put it on the headphones? <laughs> it's all the portable record player that I had custom installed in my car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it is a free download. In fact, it, there's not even an option. Most free downloads are actually name your price. Yep. Uh, this one is uh, just a free download. If you want the EP, yeah. you have to pay $5 US for the 7-inch. So uh, as a, as a uh, little bit of marketing, hashtag marketing. Yep. Um, that is exactly what I did when I released the uh, the re-release of Asphalt Death's uh, debut album, Bush, from 1994, <laughs> on Bandcamp right now. It's free. You cannot pay for it. You have to just download it. It's like I. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's uh, there's uh, there's uh, some decent guitar work by Bill Todd. It's like I insist that you don't buy it. I insist also, you spend no money on it. Yes, I insist that you just take it if you want it. You can hear me. Singing about killing Brian Mulrooney. I uh, I listened to some of it, by the way. It's terrible. I was just well, it's you know, it's it's exactly what it is. It's 1993, 94, 1994. Uh, some, some dudes in a basement with the equipment that was available at the time in one night. Yeah, four track, and uh, yeah, but uh, we you know we probably played maybe together maybe four times. Yeah, but uh, that was uh, yeah asphaltdeath.bandcamp.com. And that asphalt is spelt with an H, A-S-H, because we were idiots. So there you go. <laughs> um, Son of a Gun, that was a nice little track. That was number three for you. Yep. Oh, gosh, here we go. Um, number two for me. bit of a long intro here. This is a band called From Indian Lakes. I like the 7... What's that? I like the 7-4. Yeah, it's nice, eh? Um, The song is called... It's my favorite song title uh, in the whole uh, Top 16. The Monster. (laughs) Um, This is a band from uh, Well, they're from uh, Indian Lakes, California Oh, well, there you go And, uh, yeah, just some good shit Fucking love this Uh, The disc is uh, Let me see here I'm going back, toggling back to my music Here we go Everything feels better now It's on iTunes, check it out It's a nice tune I like that tune. Yeah, just a little bit of chilled out, uh, kind of indie pop-ish, shoegazy stuff. There you go. Uh, my number two, uh, a song that you mentioned in your uh, in your back end of the 30, of course. You can uh, guess yes. what it is. <laughs> number 29 for me is number two for you. Nice. So this 
is Candy yes. Sam. Candy Sam by Ty Siegel. Uh, this is yes. a version that I ripped from YouTube off of a live performance of KEXP. Well, of course. Yeah, you've got to have a live version of this. It's rad. We'll just let it go to the chorus, which is fucking great. Yes. Fucking love it. Now listen, I put a 29, but I mean, that's still fucking great. This is a great song. A uh, couple of comments on this song. One is that this is off an album called um, Emotional Mugger. Yes. Um, the studio version of the album is fine. I'm not, I don't, I don't love it. Um, it's solid. You know, the studio version is, you know, it's okay. The live version of the, of the album is fucking great. Um, the two standouts are this song and another song called, um, oh fuck, Big Baby Man. Yep. I Want a Mummy, where in the live show he fucking puts on a baby mask and he's wearing coveralls and he fucking, he has like a fake umbilical cord that he throws into the crowd (laughs) and he fucking, he fucking pitches little fits in between the, the singing. Awesome. It's fucking great. Also great about this is when they did it on Letterman. Like, right before Letterman retired. I don't know if you saw it. Yes, I oh, did. Oh, no, it wasn't Letterman. It was on Colbert. No, it wasn't. It was, it it was, was on Colbert. It, it was when it was Colbert. Yeah, where he fucking did Candy Sam. And when they got into the instrumental part at the end, he all starts fucking throwing candy into the crowd. And then he fucking, and then he fucking passes out in front of the band. And just, awesome. and just lays there dead. Yep. Yeah, so anyways, there you go. Ty Seagull. Yay. Good choice. Number two. What's going to be number one for you? Uh-huh. Um, number one for me. Um, so this song, this, this song came out as a single in January, and I fucking loved it. And then the album didn't come out until, what, September. But uh, here it is. It, all year, it's been my number one song. Never changed. Play number one, baby. <laughs> some jaws what we haven't got yet fuck me you played this before right nope no not this one nope I knew it was going to be number one and I saved it nice yeah so this the album's called Simplicity uh, definite recommendation for anybody who likes kind of this kind of genre again that indie popish shoegazy type thing uh, uh, where in the UK are they from I don't, I don't remember, but uh, they're uh, heavy on tour right now. They won't be in Winnipeg, so if you get a chance in Toronto, big man, give it a, give it a make check. it happen. Yeah, make it happen. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> and while I'm searching for it, I, I got to remember to put in Jaws Band. <laughs> Come on, I get a bunch of uh, you know fucking jaws uh posters of course you do um, they are from uh let me see here they are from birmingham so uh one of my favorites of the last few years Beautiful. Uh, number one what we haven't got yet beauty uh and i guess this is the last track my number one You're gonna play track us out here uh I, I played this band before one of oh, of my I favorites have an outro, i think do so, you sorry 
I think I do. So that'll be good. No. A little holiday theme for I, you. But anyway. Oh, I don't have the outro here. That's all right. Then just we'll run out with this one then. Sorry, pal. That's all right, pal. Anyways, let's play it. Probably something funny. So this is Night Beats. Night Beats. Uh, from Seattle, Washington, by way of Austin, Texas. Uh, they released an album called Who Sold My Generation? Who Sold My Generation? That sounds right. Yeah, Who Sold My Generation? Again, very early this year. Yep. Uh, in fact, I've heard this song in concert many times in previous years, but it was finally on this right. album. Uh, we'll just let it get to the chorus. The song is and called... that's what we do on this sleepover. The song is called Power Child. Here we go. And there you go. Night Beats. Not to be confused with the uh, classic movie Night Beast. No, not Night Beast. <laughs> uh, so anyways, there you go. That's our uh, 16 songs apiece. Yeah, 32 tracks of goodness. Uh, check them out. Uh, you'll Your life will be better for it because they are all fantastic tracks. Good-ass music. Uh, you, you, sometimes we play a lot of garbage on this show, but uh, I think this is a pretty solid app. Of course. And you can see, like, you know, especially with new stuff, we've gone in different directions, but both good. Yes, I, I definitely agree. I always enjoy getting hip to some new stuff on the sleepover from you. So thank you for that. Uh, we won't see you until the new year. So uh, to everybody out there listening... Uh, have a uh, happy holidays. Don't Enjoy fucking, your New Year's. Don't drink and drive like an asshole. Fuck no, don't. Uh, you know, eat lots of uh, candy. Because, uh, you know, if anything, uh, the candy is good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get lots of presents. And, uh, you know, do something nice for someone and enjoy yourself. Yeah, and, like, enjoy your family and all that, but think about this. Like, it's really about presents and buying shit, so do that. It really is. Like, it's nice to do some things for charity. You know, but keep your eye on the prize. I really hope that people out there ask for some good uh, loot. Um, <laughs> I'm very much hoping that uh, that I do get the uh, Band of Brothers uh, on Blu-ray that is on currently on sale. Oh well. Um, <laughs> that's I, I am very much hoping for that, so I'm excited. I I I, I won't give it all away, but you will be getting a Blu-ray from me. Ah uh, yes. But will but it's not that one. You'll see what it is. Oh, yes. Uh, me and the little man are going shopping soon. So uh, expect something ridiculous. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, that's, that's, I, I believe that the, that the running thing that I did talk about of was uh, uh, fossilized dinosaur poop. Yeah. So I was like, no, nah, let's not get him that. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. All anyway, right. folks, we'll see you in 2017, bitches. See you, ready? Beep.